Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be going through thoracic aortic aneurysms. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash TAA or in the cardiothoracic surgery section of the Zero to Finals surgery book. So let's get straight into it. A thoracic aortic aneurysm refers to dilation of the thoracic aorta. The most commonly affected area is the ascending aorta, immediately after the aorta exits the heart. The diameter of the thoracic aorta varies depending on several factors, for example age and body size, but is normally less than 4.5 cm for the ascending aorta and less than 3.5 cm for the descending aorta. The first time a patient may become aware of an aneurysm is when it ruptures causing life-threatening bleeding into the mediastinal cavity. This has an extremely high mortality. Let's talk about false aneurysms. There are three layers to the aorta, the intima, the media and the adventitia. False aneurysms or pseudoaneurysms occur when the two inner layers, the intima and the media, rupture and there's dilation of the vessel with blood only being contained within the outer or adventitia layer of the aorta. This typically occurs after trauma such as a road traffic accident. It can also occur after surgery to the aorta or infection in the vessel. True aneurysms are where there's dilation of all three layers which remain intact with an increased diameter of the aorta. Let's talk about the risk factors. Men are affected significantly more often and at a younger age than women. Other risk factors are increased age, smoking, hypertension, family history, existing cardiovascular disease and Marfan syndrome and other connective tissue disorders. Let's talk about the presentation. Dilation of the thoracic aorta is often asymptomatic. It may be found incidentally on investigations for other reasons, for example on a chest x-ray, echocardiogram or CT scan. An aneurysm may cause symptoms due to taking up space within the mediastinum. It may cause chest or back pain. Trachea or left bronchus compression can cause a cough, shortness of breath and stridor. Compression of the phrenic nerve can cause hiccups. Compression of the esophagus can cause dysphagia or difficulty swallowing food. And compression of the recurrent laryngeal nerve may cause a hoarse voice. Remember that the left recurrent laryngeal nerve loops underneath the arch of the aorta, so it could be compressed by an aneurysm. Let's talk about making the diagnosis. The main investigations for diagnosis and assessment are echocardiogram, and CT or MRI angiograms. Let's talk about management. The risk of progression of a thoracic aortic aneurysm can be reduced by treating modifiable risk factors, such as stopping smoking, having a healthy diet and exercise, and optimizing the management of hypertension, diabetes, and hyperlipidemia. Management options depend on individual patient factors and the size of the aneurysm. The larger the size of the aneurysm, the higher the risk of rupture. The options are surveillance with regular imaging to monitor the size, 
Thoracic endovascular aortic repair, or TVAR, where a catheter is inserted via the femoral artery and a grass dent is inserted into the affected section of the aorta. Or open surgery via a midline stenotomy incision to remove the section of the aorta with a defect in the wall and replace it with a synthetic graft. Let's talk about the complications of a thoracic aortic aneurysm. There are three main complications. Aortic dissection, ruptured aneurysm, and aortic regurgitation if the aortic valve is affected. Finally, let's talk about a ruptured thoracic aortic aneurysm. The risk of rupture increases with the diameter of the aneurysm, so the larger the aneurysm, the higher the risk of rupture. A ruptured thoracic aortic aneurysm results in bleeding into the mediastinum, or the mediastinal cavity. There may be bleeding into the esophagus, causing hematemesis, or vomiting blood, into the airways or the lungs, causing hemoptysis, or coughing up blood, or into the pericardial cavity, causing a cardiac tamponade with compression of the heart. A ruptured thoracic aortic aneurysm presents with severe chest pain or back pain, hemodynamic instability with hypotension and tachycardia, or a low blood pressure and high heart rate, collapse, and death, often before the patient reaches the hospital. Treatment of a ruptured thoracic aortic aneurysm involves emergency open surgery with replacement of the affected section of the aorta with a synthetic graft. So thanks for listening to this episode on thoracic aortic aneurysms. As always, a big thank you to Harry for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about lung cancer.